Support for this broadcast of Two Rivers 30 Minutes comes in part from a grant from Striffler's Family Funeral Homes. From TubeCityOnline.com, this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a weekly series of interviews with people making news around the McKeesport area. Produced by Tube City Community Media Incorporated, a nonprofit corporation. I'm Jason Toger, the executive director. On this show, we talk one-on-one with elected officials, community leaders, and others who are trying to make a difference in the Monyoc area. And we also take your questions and comments on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. Summertime has definitely hit with a vengeance. If you've noticed the heat and humidity, summer is also a time that for a lot of people, they are outside. They're looking for outdoor activities, especially as we finally emerge from the COVID-19 pandemic. They're looking for outside activities. One that has been a welcome return this summer and for the last few springs and summers has been the Renzi Market. Tony Lucas is one of the founders of the Renzi Market that happens on Saturday mornings at uh, Renzi House and Park in McKeesport. Good morning, Tony. Good morning, Jason. How are you? I am okay. How are you? I am good, considering all sources. Considering all sources. So tell us, first of all, what the Renzi Market is. You used to call it a farmer's market, but now you call it farmers and merchants market, I think. Correct. It is known as the Renzi Merchant Market. We have been going strong for almost five years plus, and we have everything to offer someone, whether they're into something homemade okay. or something from the garden. Okay. We have every Saturday, our market runs from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m., and it is located behind Fire Station Number 2 in Renzi. And we have merchants that sell homemade soap. We have handcrafted items. We even have um, CCR Gardens, which is a local favorite of McKeesport. They grow all their own vegetables, their flowers, as well as DeCarla's, which is also another uh, farmer that brings in their vegetables, fruits, and flowers. Where did this idea come from? Because I think you were one of, I think, three people that came up with yeah. this idea? Yeah. Where did, when, when did you start to germinate this idea, so to speak? Well, actually, I can't take all the credit. I actually was brought on board this year as one of the members. Okay. Joel Harbert, who is one of our founding people, has started this. She's in charge of making sure all the registration comes in, everybody's fees are paid, basically to hold down the fort. We also have two other members in addition to Joel and I. They are DT as well as Kevin. And Kevin and DT are kind of like our muscle guys. You know, they we all help set up people, whether the vendors come in with one or they have their family to help them. We are there to provide a service to help them set up, get ready before the opening and make sure everything is ready for all the customers to enjoy. We're talking with Tony Lucas. She's one of the members uh, who sets up the Renzi Farmers and Merchants Market. You have a Facebook page, I believe. Can you give us the address for that? We do. Jason, it is Renzi Market, and anybody can access it on um, Facebook. They can also see we produce a flyer each week to show and showcase who the vendors are going to be for that week. Uh, so they can t- take a look at it and see who's going to be there for each week. By the time this airs and most people are listening to it, uh, 
it will already be passed for this week. But to, who's coming up in August? Can you tell us that? Do you have that list? Um, sure. I have a few of them yeah. as we speak. Um, of course, we have CCR Gardens. We have DeCarlo's Market. We have Perfectly Posh, Timeless Crochet, Daryl's Famous Nut Rolls, which is also um, Joelle's Home Away From Home, the Iron Daisy Candle Company. We have Sydney Scrunchies. You can get any kind of scrunchie to match your outfit, match your bathing suit, even for gifts. We have J-Wick Beads, which does a lovely assortment of bracelets. And they also customize too, Jason. So if someone's looking for a special gift or they're looking for that special anniversary gift, hence for some of those husbands out there, they can actually request one. And it's reasonably priced as well. We're talking with Tony Lucas from the uh, Renzi Farmers and Merchants Market that happens on Saturday mornings from uh, 9 a.m. until 1 p.m. at Renzi House and Park in McKeesport. It's just up the street from Penn State Greater Allegheny and McKeesport Area High School right there on Eden Park Boulevard, uh, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. on Saturdays. So um, l- let me back up a little bit. You said Joel Harbert was really the person who got this whole thing rolling. How many years now has this been going on? As far as I know, I believe it's five. Mm-hmm. Um I've been a vendor for the last three years, which it doesn't seem that long ago. Mm-hmm. And with some of our, we also have founding member um, Kelly Doyle. Mm-hmm. Her and Joelle were the main founders. Kelly went on to do other great things. She's running the Agape Center yep. also in White Oak. Yep. So she can commit fully as Joelle and I, as well as DT and Kevin could. Yeah, so that's how it was brought on. What's the old saying that if you if you need something done, ask a busy person? And then I know Kelly and her husband uh, are very busy with the McKeesport Agape Center and the coffee house that they have now. Oh yes. So so but let me ask a little bit about your background. Where are you from originally, Tony? Did you grow up around I'm here? Originally, I did grow up from around here. I'm in North Versailles. Mm-hmm. Um, my real job, if you want to call it, is I'm a paraprofessional at Logan Elementary. Yeah. Okay. And my classroom is we service autistic students grades four through six. So, and it's enjoyable, but this is also an outlet for me in the summertime to keep me busy. You, you said you're a vendor, and I don't know that I caught mm-hmm. what it is that you vend when you're there. Or are you still a vendor? I am still a vendor okay. in addition to helping run this. My, my group name is Timeless Crochet. Okay, yeah. And I make everything from the dish towels to the dishcloths to, as well as rice heating pads, a little bit of sewing thrown in there as well. Do, do you travel around to other events throughout the area? And how does the the Renzi market compare to some of the other events that maybe you see? Um, I do. I've gone to other farmer markets locally. And I think by far we are probably the most efficient as well as price comparison to other farmer markets. I know for anyone who's listening and would like to be a vendor, they can reach out to me or to Joelle, and we can give them an application. The fee for this year was $20. I know we're in the process of maybe changing that a little bit for next year. It's not going to be humongous. You don't go from $20 to $200. (laughs) Yeah. Um, You know, because people always think, okay, well, how much more are you going to increase it? Yeah. But, um, no, the fee is simple. They can come, they set up, they bring their own supplies, they bring their own tent, 
And like I said, it's from nine to one. So we have anybody starting from like seven o'clock on, depending upon how elaborate their setup is. I, I think coming up a, a little bit later on, uh, I, I want to ask you some what advice you would have, because the program goes out over the different radio stations. And so there's people all over who are listening and they may be wanting to do this in their own town or their own neighborhood or their own community. So I'm going to ask you for some advice later on. So be prepared for that. But <laughs> let me ask you first, what... Mm-hmm happened last summer were you open at all last summer with the COVID-19 pandemic we were open last summer we did have some vendors that um, had to withdraw because of the COVID Mm -hmm. but we had all the safety precautions in place Jason we had the sanitizers at both ends of the lot we had the vendors masking up we had people using gloves because we'd also have vendors that sell food like hot dogs Mm -hmm. so they were using the gloves they also had each individual vendor also had sanitizer at their place. So I think we did a really good job of keeping the germs at bay. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, maybe we overkilled it, but you know what? Safety is our concern. We don't want someone to get sick or to say, oh, you know, I went to the market and I ended up having illness or I was in a hospital. Right. And we every week we put this out. We even had signs, you know, please wear a mask. Please do the social distancing. So, I mean, we still had a good year, not a great year, but I think because of the COVID, it did a little bit damper yeah. people coming out. Yeah, compared to the year bef- the year prior, which would have been 2019, you, you noticed it was down right. a little bit. Did you have to cancel any weeks at all? Because I know there was a complete lockdown for a while. Um, we, we did not, okay. but we did have people that were like, I'm not going to come this week. I'm going to wait and see. Sure. You know, the only week we did not have anything was the week of July 4th, because July 4th weekend, a lot of people go away, they go to camp, and you might get a handful of people, you might get nobody. Sure. So that would be the only weekend that we were actually closed. Uh, And and last year, and I don't want to touch on any source subjects, but last year, (laughs) were people pretty cooperative about when you asked them, use the sanitizer, wear the mask, the visitors, I mean? Oh, yeah. No, okay. no, they were real receptive. Okay. Um, a lot of people, we got great feedback, said, wow, I didn't expect to see a five-gallon jug of sanitizer <laughs> at the beginning, you yeah. know. But, um, no, th- we we didn't have very many negative comments, more positive. Good, good. Well, uh, we're going to take a 30-second break. When we come back, I'm going to ask a little bit about the planning process that goes in and some of the behind-the-scenes work that goes in because you're you're I, – I have a sense – that you have to start much earlier than when the market actually opens in the springtime to get ready for it. Um, so That's true. Okay. Tony Lucas is our guest. She's one of the organizers of the Renzi Market. Uh, sounds like Facebook is probably the best way. And I think you're on Instagram, yes. too, if they search for Renzi Market. And that is Saturday Correct. mornings at Renzi House and Park in McKeesport. Broadcasting from the Tube City Center for Business and Innovation in downtown McKeesport, this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes. We'll be right back. Support for this broadcast comes from Strifler's Family Funeral Homes. Since 1866, Strifler's has provided compassionate professional memorial services for families in White Oak, McKeesport, Dravosburg, Portview, and the surrounding areas. Strifflers offers comprehensive pre-planning services and aftercare. And through its affiliated company, Design Monuments, Strifflers also provides permanent markers and memorials crafted in stone, bronze, and other high-quality materials. Learn more at strifflers.com or call 412-678-6191. Our guest this morning is Tony Lucas. She's one of the organizers of the Renzi Farmers and Merchants Market that 
happens on Saturday mornings behind the uh, McKeesport Fire Station there at Renzi House and Park, just up the street from Penn State Greater Allegheny and McKeesport Area High School. You can find them on Facebook and Instagram, tell you all about that. And they post a flyer every week as to which vendors they're going to feature. And that's what we're talking about. And, and Tony, one thing I want to ask you about is mm-hmm. it seems like there's a lot more of these kind of merchant markets popping up. I know Swiss Fail does one that has become extremely popular. I think they have one maybe down in Charleroi. Um, Clareton, I think, has one. Uh, right. I'm not sure what the hours are on that one. You mentioned that you travel around and you go to some of the different markets. Do you go as a visitor as well? Do you enjoy do. shopping at these? I do enjoy shopping because I found out, Jason, that not every farmer market has the same identical item. You know, my husband and my daughter and I, we own Dub Gun on Friday evenings to the Forest Hills market right there on Route 30. Mm-hmm. And they have a lot of different things than we have. You know, and you can't really say this former market is better than the other one mm-hmm. or merchant market. Everybody who needs something can travel and it's within a 10 mile radius, I would say. Mm-hmm. But um, I noticed that, you know, they might have a little more traffic than we do at Renzi. But the items, they're all really handmade, really good quality, even down to your soaps. Like I've seen some people do handmade soaps and people are always afraid because of the smell. Mm -hmm. There's some soaps that we carry that um, they don't have the scent, that Mm -hmm. you're not going to get a headache from washing your hands with it. Yeah, and some people are are very sensitive to fragrances. Mm -hmm. What's the appeal of shopping at these outdoor markets, these outdoor uh, merchant markets or farmer's markets? A lot of people are looking for handmade mm-hmm. because you will hear the comment like, yes, you can go to Macy's. Yes, you can go to Kohl's, get the gift card. But I prefer a personal touch. Mm-hmm. I want something that means something. And I think over the last couple of years, a lot of people are going back to something that is made with love, care, and it shows you put more time into that versus, oh, wait, I need a $20 gift card. We'll just run <laughs> to the store. Yeah, sure. Sure. Uh, you mentioned that it used to be called farmer's market, but you've transitioned into more of a farmer's and, and merchant's market because there's a wider variety of stuff than just fresh produce. Is is it a problem getting farmers, fresh produce producers to, to come and participate in one of these? Because I would assume, you know, different times of the year, farmers are busy with, mm-hmm. or first of all, they're selling different stuff. Different stuff grows at different times of the year. And second, they're probably busier at different times of the year. Did you have any trouble getting the, the farmers to participate? Um, we don't because, like I said, with CCR Gardens, they're <laughs> very local. Always, yeah, and they they're always right up show the hill. up. Yeah, true. And the same thing with the Carlos. Yeah. So I don't want to say one's better than the other. No, it's just when you do put it out there, a lot of the farmers, like you said, they are busy with delivering produce to Ian Park, or they have sure. something else going on. We also found out that because of you know the pandemic, a lot of people were not looking for a job. And that's what some of these farmers are coming across. They don't have the help that they need to send a truck or send somebody to a local farmer's market. Or people couldn't travel. I mean, there were 60 days there that people weren't supposed to be um, traveling. Uh, Is it a commitment for every week? So if you've got a vendor, do they need to come every week the the whole time you're open? Or can they come drops kind of drop in and out? Oh, we're going to be here for this month, but not that month. Well, we do ask if they could commit for the whole season. Mm-hmm. And our season runs from, like this year, it ran from June 5th till August 28th. So about three months, with the exception of July 4th weekend being off for everybody. Mm-hmm. 
But if something comes up, and you know what, Jason, we're so understanding. We understand if you have a kid that one day they're all happy-go-lucky, next minute they're sick and you need to take them to the doctor. All we ask is the vendors to reach out to us to say, hey, I'm not showing up. Because in addition to the vendor showing, we put out a poll. Will you be attending this week or will you not? And that's how we create our flyers so that people can see who or who is not going to be at the market. So June 5th to August 28th is your season. So we're right about at the halfway point then, huh? Yes. So what have you learned so far in the first half of of 2021? And and are are you making any changes for the second half of 2021? Um, A lot more people are excited to be out. That's probably the first and foremost. Mm -hmm. Um, We've seen a lot of our regulars come through as well as some new people come through. And some of the comments we get are like, I didn't know you existed. Mm-hmm. Wow. Have you been here all the time? And you don't want to laugh, but it is kind of funny. Like, yes, we've been here, but maybe those individuals don't have access to the internet right. or they're not tech savvy right? or they're not, you know, for us, we're always on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We're always communicating some way and maybe they don't do that. Right. So it's also a lot of word by mouth. And this year we did something different. We sent out over 500 postcards to different neighborhoods to put the word out instead of just having a flyer in the local Giant Eagle or a flyer on the corner, which we also have signs, Jason, to show people where we're located. So if they're, you know, by McKeesport High School and they're like, I don't know which way to go, just follow the little green um, produce signs and you'll see the Renzi Market this way or turn here. We're talking with Tony Lucas. She's one of the organizers, uh, the committee that runs the Renzi Farmers and Merchants Market in Renzi House and Park in McKeesport. That's what we're talking about. But we've also asked Tony to give a little bit of advice as to what has worked for them, for people who may be listening that want to do something maybe similar in their neighborhood. What all do you have to provide to your vendors in terms of do you have water hookups? Do you have electrical hookups? What, what all has to happen logistically? Um, with the water and the electric, a lot of the vendors will bring their own power source. Okay. We have some that will bring like a small generator yeah. or they'll bring coolers to keep their, if they're selling food, to keep it cool. Yep. And we just ask them to provide, a, it's a 10 by 10 square that you are provided. Mm-hmm. And it's first come, first serve. So nobody, we don't spray paint anybody's name on the on the thing and mm-hmm. say, hey, this is, you know, CCR Gardens. They come, they set up. And just bring out what you would normally do to showcase your goods. You know, whether you have tables, whether you have crates, we do ask you bring chairs because, I mean, four hours is a lot to be standing. Yeah. But with the tent, it also helps them because the sun is always being down on you. There's sure. some shade, but we don't want anybody to be passed down. We're calling the ambulance every three seconds. And be prepared, I'm assuming, for inclement weather, too, in case it rains, as right. it does in, in Pittsburgh sometimes. Right. Um, and some, yeah. Go ahead. No, so what I was going to say is with our requirements for the tent, we do ask that everybody has weights for them because just the simplest breeze, you know, you see everybody hanging on for dear yeah. life to their tent. And that kind of helps it that you're not hurt. You're not hurting anybody else. Nobody, none of the customers are getting whacked with a tent. Yeah. That's pretty smart. I hadn't hadn't thought about that being a requirement. Uh, we have one more 30-second break to take. Time goes very quickly. When we come back, I want to ask you a little bit uh, about your committee, sort of how you guys all work together, and if you need any volunteers, and also what advice you would have for someone who might want to start a merchant's market or a farm and farmer's market of their own, okay? 
Sounds good. Uh, Tony Lucas is with us. She is one of the volunteers behind the Renzi Farmers and Merchants Market. You can find them on Facebook at Renzi Market. You can also find them on Instagram. Uh, they've put out a flyer every single week. They are behind the McKeesport Number 2 Fire Station that is over on Eden Park Boulevard uh, in Renzi House and Park, obviously, hence the name, uh, Renzi Market on Facebook. Broadcasting from the Tube City Center for Business and Innovation in downtown McKeesport, this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes. We'll be back in 30 seconds to wrap things up. You're listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a production of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. If you've got an idea for someone who you'd like us to interview or a question or comment, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. For a final few minutes, Tony Lucas is our guest. She's one of the people behind the Renzi uh, Farmers and Merchants Market. Started out as just a farmer's market and has since expanded. It is in Renzi House and Park in McKeesport on Saturday mornings from 9 a.m. until 1 p.m. We're talking about that in particular and also a little bit of advice for the many communities now have these. We were talking uh, Swissvale, Charleroi, Forest Hills, uh, other communities have these now. Uh, what advice does does Tony and, and the other volunteers behind this group, what would they have for someone who wanted to start one of these? Uh, what is the composition of your committee? You, you mentioned some of the names. You're all volunteers. I'm accurate with that, right? That is correct. Okay. We're all volunteers. And we got to know each other just by being a vendor at the market. Uh-huh. Um, like I said, there's myself, Tony, Joelle, who does most of the paperwork, as well as the Facebook, as well as the Instagram posting. We have DT and Kevin. They run a two guys and coffee stand. So okay. there are, they sell pop, they sell iced tea. They are also our muscle as well. <laughs> to move stuff around, not to throw That's, people out. They're not the bouncers. They're not the bouncers. Okay, no, okay. they're the muscles to help people set up or to tear down as well. Okay. Uh, are, are you a nonprofit corporation? Do people donate money or is it just, you're just a collective of people who do this? We are just a collective of people yeah. who do this. Awesome. This is something mm-hmm. that people will do in their spare time. You know, it might be a hobby and maybe the hobby is just, you know, to give them a couple extra bucks for gas money or just to showcase their treasures and their skill set. So this is a good way of people coming out and seeing what others in the neighborhood or in the area have to showcase. And you're on city property there in the park. Uh, how receptive was the city when you brought this idea to them? The city was really receptive. Mm-hmm. Um, they just asked, you know, no garbage be left around, mm-hmm. basic common sense needs. And um, the city, they even come out, some people from the mayor's office to come out and say, hey, great job, just to see what's offered. So it's a good backing from the community as well as the uh, hires to be. So I've mentioned several times that there are a lot of communities that now have these kinds of mm-hmm. markets. If somebody's listening and they're in a town somewhere here in western Pennsylvania, northern West Virginia, and they're thinking, this, I would like to bring this to, to my neighborhood or to my borough, where, where would you suggest that they start? You've been doing this for three years now. The first would be to go ahead and talk to your city council or maybe the borough building just to see what is out there. Mm-hmm. The other thing is, and I know some people may laugh, it's location, location, location. Mm-mm. Because you want to be in the spot where you have people to find you mm-hmm. as well as to, you know, you don't want to be in a dugout, so to speak, and nobody can see you. Yeah. Nobody can find you, even with all the signs posted. And it also takes a great work of teamwork. You know, if you don't have the right people, you don't have the teamwork, it's not going to work. 
If you don't have people that collaborate and say, hey, I like this idea. What if we tweak and do this? It still won't work. And, And I think that's the important part with us, Jason. We all work as a team, as a like mini family. You know, you have your, the moms, the sisters, the brothers, and it's all one big happy family, but nobody is pulling or finding anybody with the ideas. What's your time commitment every week? I mean, other than the, the four or five hours on Saturday mornings into the afternoon, how much time during the week uh, do you need to devote to this? Um, it depends. Sometimes it can range from one to two hours to up to five to 10 hours. Okay. It's just a matter of once everything is set in place, that it gets easier. You know, the hardest part is getting all the vendors, sending out the registration letters, giving them the tags that we provide to show that they are a vendor for this particular year. And just making notice like, hey, don't forget we're having the farmer's market come up or the Renzi market come up. You know, promoting is the hardest part, but as it gets easier, it's a little bit less that we have to devote time to it. I, I would assume, and maybe I'm wrong about this, but I would assume that the, the vendors who are full-time businesses, you know, they've got a sales tax license and they've got, they know about business permits and all that good stuff. But for the people who maybe do it occasionally, do they need to have business permits? Do they need to? Okay. No. So nobody, if anybody would like to join, we don't require a sales tax. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't require a business tax form. Now, if you are selling on behalf of a company, so say if you're doing pretzels on a roll, mm-hmm. then they would have their own sales tax, okay. you know, because you're just a provider with the company. So they need, so they, they do need, if they're, if this is their full-time job or their, their, right. their big source of income, then they need to be aware that they may be liable for taxes or whatever, but they're kind of on their own for that. You're not going to do that. Correct. For okay. Yeah. We do not collect any of that. You, you mentioned, for instance, there's a coffee vendor. You mentioned there's some other vendors mm-hmm. who have uh, food that you can eat while you're walking around. Do you have food trucks there too? Or? Well, we, this year, because of the pandemic last year, we try to get some of the food trucks. Mm-hmm. Um, we would like if a food truck would show up. That would be fabulous. But a lot of the people that we've reached out to, they already committed to other organizations. But if there's a food truck out there, we take tacos. We'll take um, ice cream. We'll take shaved ice. You need breakfast foods there. You're there Saturday morning. You need to get somebody there with some (laughs) breakfast foods. Some egg sandwiches. Okay. Let me put your – before we go, let you go. Let Mm -hmm. me put your thinking cap on here for a second. What in your dream, what kind of vendors are you missing? What, 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 uh, who, some, some entrepreneur out there who hears this, what, what are you looking for maybe for 2022 that would add something to the, to the farmer's market and Renzi market? Um, baked goods. Yeah. Would be another, would be one. Ooh, that's a tough question because it's so hard. We have everybody from soap. Yeah. To you have a lot of variety right there now. already. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you have somebody who sells flowers? Because I feel like maybe DeCarlos occasionally sells potted plants and flowers. Am I right about that? You're right. As well as CCR does. They oh. just started doing their sunflowers. Okay. And um, I don't know, maybe home decor. Yeah. Okay. I know we have one vendor right now that she makes beautiful wreaths for your front door, for your cabin, mm-hmm. maybe a vacation home, but maybe a little more decor. Um that is that is really a tough question, but anybody okay. who would want to do this is we encourage them to apply. We exactly. encourage them, and nobody gets turned away, Jason. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we welcome all and any because we want to make this the best market we can, and, and expand it. 
you know, that people aren't saying, oh, they have the same people or, right. oh, there's nothing different. But it's not a flea market. It's, it's very not big. a flea it's market. A, it's a, don't bring used stuff. It's, right. it's, it's for new, new items and uh, homemade and crafted items. And, and do, do you have artists there, too, who sell artwork? We do have some um, one or two artists that do sell like paintings. One has a graphic T-shirt. They do. But everything that we request is mostly handmade. Yeah. You know, no flea market. No flea market stuff. Uh, Renzi Market is open Saturday mornings from 9 a.m. until 1 p.m. That is in Renzi House and Park in McKeesport. It is on Eden Park Boulevard. Their last day for the season will be August 28th. So they're at the halfway mark. You still have a lot of weeks to get out there. You can find them on Facebook and Instagram at Renzi Market. Tony Lucas is one of the volunteers behind it. She has been our guest this morning. Thank you for your advice, Tony. Thanks for taking some time to tell us about this. Oh, thank you, Jason. It was a pleasure. Thank you for having me. And thank you all for listening this week to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, broadcasting from the Tube City Center for Business and Innovation in downtown McKeesport. So long for now. You've been listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, copyright Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Opinions expressed on this program are not those of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Listener support makes this program possible. If you'd like to make a tax-deductible contribution, please visit our website at tubecityonline.com and click on the donate link. You can also get a free subscription to this program and other podcasts at our website using Apple's iTunes or Stitcher.com. If you've got a question or comment, we hope you'll write to us. Our address is Tube City Community Media Incorporated, P.O. Box 94, McKeesport, PA, 15134. You can email us at TubeCityTiger at gmail.com or call us at area code 412-614-9659. And you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at TubeCityOnline. Online.